0: Longer.
1: Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How
0: are you? It's well, mis- Mr. Happy. It's
1: Mr. Happy, yes. After that song, I'm amazed I'm still happy. But anyway, <laughs> but, 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 and this is a cheap shot and so <laughs> wouldn't come from me. <laughs> but did you see that picture in the pubic prints today of, um, uh, the chief executive, no less, Carrie Lam and a robot.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> no.
1: So there's this picture of Carrie Lam and a robot who rejoices in the name of Sophia. Oh yeah. And uh, I was looking closely at the picture, you know, and I'm thinking, oh wait a minute, wait a minute, which one is which? And um, apparently, this was this was at an exhibition organised by AmCham. So there's Americans involved. Medicorns. We 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 shan't talk about those in detail, thank God. But anyway, so apparently. She went and had a nine-minute conversation with the robot. And and I'm thinking, goodness me, and she's just back from Beijing. That must have been a different experience. (laughs) You cannot make this stuff up. I've got
0: to look look for the picture now. Look out for the Harry cartoon (laughs) tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Chris Fiverr (laughs) says. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it it is interesting because she's, she's hot foot from Beijing. And when I say hot foot, I mean hot foot. Apparently, she was on a trip to Europe. Yeah. And while she was there she decided to do a CY. Remember CY Lung? Does anybody remember He visited Hong Kong. He, he he used to come to Hong Kong on 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 odd duty trips from Beijing every now and again. If you remember he used to disappear across the border like like a rat up a yeah. things we're not allowed to say on radio. And uh, so Carrie is now doing a CY. So she's on a trip to Europe and suddenly the uh, new bloke in charge, well, he's a Vice Premier, Han Zheng, says, oh, I'd quite like... See, she's up like, right, right, I'll stop my trip to Europe. I'm coming to Beijing immediately. <laughs> so she gets one of those aeroplanes, probably at our expense. Gosh, I hadn't thought about that. Anyway, the taxpayer's got lots of money, so hey, it's on us, boys. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And she went to speak to Robot. No, no, sorry. She went to speak to the the vice premier on the grounds that he asked her to. I don't know whether he wanted to speak to her that urgently (laughs) that she had to actually divert her return to Hong Kong to rush up to the capital to speak to him. But they did have a very interesting conversation. It was in the newspaper. Oh, yeah, go on, go on. Apparently. Hang on, should I I pause so people can get their pens and pencils out? Apparently, while they spoke, they agreed that the Greater Bay Area was a priority project and very important to both sides. Well, it is, And, you know, could well produce greater prosperity and well-being for everyone. I mean, to have had discussions, to have produced that stunning and unexpected conclusion, gosh, it took my breath away. Steve?
0: Everyone a winner. My breath My breath is <laughs> breathless. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the Backchat guys did one about white elephants the other day. And oh, I think, really? I think that doesn't does begin with some of these things. <laughs>
1: white elephants? Gosh. A real white <laughs> a, elephants. Oh, no. real ones, yes, yes. Uh, honestly, well, I mean, um, the, it, that actually gives us an opportunity to segue. When you talk about white elephants, what about the black elephant in the room? Go on, on the By the name of the MTRC, Um Management Troubled, I believe, is what it stands for. So they are now doing what I call a Robert Maxwell. Hmm. Now, there are some listeners... Well, we've only got two, so one of the two listeners won't know who Robert Maxwell was. But he he, he was a bloke who, who, who was a very big figure in British publishing yeah. and, and owned one of Britain's uh, biggest newspaper groups, the Mirror Newspaper Group. And he turned out to be a serial crook, oh, yeah. an embezzler and all that. Now, when I was on Newspaper... And writing about Robert Maxwell, every time we wrote a story suggesting that he, there was something a bit questionable, we'd get lawyers' letters from him. And I always remembered the great thing you need to know about all these people is, when in doubt, they issue a writ. Oh, yeah, yeah, Or yeah, yeah. they report it to the police. So you've got the MTRC, who are in the deepest of doo-doo, some of which is quite brown-coloured. And they are now saying, "Oh well, <laughs> people are criticising us. We've had to report that to the police." Now, now they're saying, oh, "I tell you what, we've got to report it to the ICAC. It is the it is the ultimate refuge of a scoundrel to go off and try and divert attention from your own troubles by saying your critics. Oh, I can't tell you exactly how, but they're they're in somehow they're they're." they're This is illegal, this is unjustified, this is... Pick your adjective. Yeah. So they're behaving like the lowest slugs from Slugsville. The MTRC... Have got a problem. They will not own up to their mistakes. They will not take responsibility of their mistakes, and they've got no idea to how to rectify them. Now that's three big problems. So what do they do? They go, oh, well, we'll put an advert in the paper and we'll warn anybody who criticises us that we may well have to uh, go to the police over this. I mean, it's complete enough a horlicks, but sometimes it works. I tell you, it worked in the case of Maxwell. I was in the end told to stop writing about him by the editor of The Observer. He said, look, I don't doubt your stories are correct, but, please. but I am spending <laughs> half of my day dealing with lawyers because of the stuff you're writing and I haven't got the time, so just stop. It worked, but ultimately, of course, the man was <coughs> exposed and he jumped off a boat. Uh, and, and, uh, and, 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 and were uh, you ever... No, you know. no, nobody said, well done, well done. It, all I was told was that I cost the paper a, a large sum of money because, of course, the whole point about these actions is that the, the people bringing them don't want them to come to court. They just want to be an arrogant. They just want to start draining the purse. And it is expensive. You know, fancy fancy lawyers dealing with, uh, um, in this case, it was libel accusations. I mean, nothing came to court. Nothing was ever proved by him because... T- Oh, that's right, because it was true. I
0: told you. Be- I told you before. <laughs> I, I knew a guy on a British radio station who got fired for calling the MP Jonathan Aiken a-, a liar. And, and, and lo and behold, it did actually turn out. <laughs> and and, in the and end. Jonathan
1: Aitken ended up in jail. If I'm my not mate greatly didn't mistaken, get his job back. So no, <laughs> this is the point. This is the point. So these bullying tactics, yeah. and they're low and they're despicable. I hate to say this, but sometimes they work. So you know, people who are, are thinking now about criticizing the MTRC, and of course, you wouldn't find me doing such a thing. But you know, other people who do that yeah. would be thinking, "Oh my." God, do you think I'm going to report it to the police over this? I mean, this is a public body. Let's forget all the nonsense about it being a private entity. About a quarter of the share... Well, in fact, a quarter, three quarters of shares are owned by the public and a quarter of the shares are owned by private shareholders. That's a public company in all but name. But because it's a hybrid public... Private company, mm-hmm. they, 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 you know, when it suits them, they go, oh, we're a private enterprise, you know, we're a, uh, we're a count of And when it suits them, they say, oh, we're a public body, you know, we're, uh, we're of great reputable esteem and, um, we have no responsibilities to anyone. And, in fact, as we know from the, the chairman of this corporation, everyone, that's you and me, we're too stupid to understand anyway. He said it. <laughs> I don't really want to know about trains,
0: to be perfectly honest. You know, they're, they're, there is a... They there go on is,
1: rails. There is form for doing
0: this kind of thing here, so it worked. I mean, the former chief executive was very quick to start threatening litigation. Well,
1: and, and uh, over the UGL scandal, he is still threatening. Have you noticed any of these things coming to court? Of course they haven't come to court, because he's, he, he knows... That the people he's threatening to sue, and the people he has sued, he has already sued one legislator over this, have got less money than he has. And in these battles, what matters is not right and wrong. It's what you've got in your back pocket in the Mm -hmm. terms of folding notes. The the th- the power of the threat is quite strong in Hong Kong. The power of the threat is extremely strong, and because litigation is so expensive in Hong Kong, and remember these are civil matters, so you can't go um, often get legal aid for for defending yourself in these mm. matters. Well, you can if it actually comes to court, but before it gets to that stage, you are you're, you're in you're in deep doo doo, and if you've got a lot of money, you outspend your opponents, and then they give up. I mean, so it works. But its it really is. I mean, it's despicable that a public body that's supposed to be spending its time running a railway and quite obviously... Um, can't do major projects. I mean, it runs a pretty decent railway, to be fair. This is true. This is the irony. I know. Isn't that <laughs> isn't that the irony? I mean, you know, when visitors come to Hong Kong, they get on the MTR. They go, "Well, that's a good service. It, it seems to work all right." But at the moment, it seems to be run by a, a, a chairman who has contempt for the public, a chief executive who who at the had to have it squeezed out of him, that he might in some way be responsible for the operations of his own company. I mean, what happened to the backstops here?
0: Let's talk about how this stuff has become so fruity. It is to do with
1: projects that are considered contentious. Well, it's, it's to do with, of course, it's to do with the the, 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 the the railway express, which they can't even tell the truth about how long it will take to get from A to B. But and that's very contentious. I think the line which they're now talking about, this new shot into Central line, is is less contentious. I mean, there is a genuine but need for it. it's a train, it. and it reminds everybody of the <laughs> it MTR. It reminds it reminds everybody of of the fact that this is the MTR Corporation that was on a political mission. Remember the 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 high speed train to to nowhere. That's all about politics. It's got nothing to do with transport whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the the, the journey to Guangzhou will now be not cut at all in, t- in point-to-point terms. I mean, you've always got to remember this. If you take people to a station in the west of Guangzhou, which is not near to anything... You haven't delivered them a quicker journey because they've still got to get to the still centre got to find of town. A taxi. They've got to find a taxi <laughs> or, or, whatever. or whatever to get there. So you know that's the only thing that matters at the moment. There's a perfectly serviceable service that goes from Hong or you can take a train up to the border at Lo Wu and change, cross over the border, and get a, a very cheap and very fast train to Guangzhou, which takes you to the East Station. Very convenient and off your trot. Hmm. It's got an underground there and, you know, you're sorted. So anyway, the fact is that this new high-speed train does not do what it says on the tin <laughs> i. e. high speed. I mean it might go high speed from point to point, but if the point that you're going to ain't the point you want to go to well, the speed could no be point higher to, the speed could be whatever it what it you could be want. Higher if they did, but of they course they, well, what they do is they've <coughs> calculated the speed of the train. I mean we've talked about this before, but I can't help mentioning it yet again. They've calculated the speed of the journey from Hong Kong to Guangzhou yeah. without taking account of the stops. There is that. So you know, I mean How can they, with a straight face, put out television adverts saying it will now take 40 minutes to go to Guangzhou? And they go, oh, but that's if it doesn't stop. Well, does the train stop? Oh, yes, it does. Well, how long will that take? We we don't know about that. We only know what the speed would be if it didn't stop. Well, I mean, you know, I i could say you know i could get from my house to here in in probably in 20 minutes flat if i bowled out all the other traffic in the way didn't ignored all the red lights and all the rest of it but you know when you're on the road you obey the road rules when you're on railway and you've got to stop at a station you stop at a station that's how it works but the good news is if you want to get a taxi to the station here this end they're doing a courtesy campaign that's right
0: (laughs) <laughs> I fear for these students who are supposed to help these guys out apparently
1: they're going to be at what, what do they call it they, they actually describe it as being at busy stations I don't know whether they mean stations or they mean taxi ranks or probably taxi ranks Probably taxi rank. So these papless students on their summer holidays, they're going to be hanging around taxi ranks. Getting sworn at. Getting sworn at. Someone gets, gets over to a taxi and says, oh, can you take me to Chimsao Chu? And he goes, no, I don't cross the harbour. No, sorry. students student says... Uh, 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 get another taxi. Hey, well, it's a service.
0: Do. They will do. I mean, the, you know, t- hat off to all, the, <laughs> to all these.
1: Uh, I wonder. if the, I remember this is many, many years ago, and you know, some of us get desperate for money every now. Not me, but you know, other people do. And I actually worked on one of these things. They've, these taxi courtesy campaigns are not new. The public prints go on about how there was one last year, but there was one about twenty years ago. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> Resounding. <laughs> so I was working on this, and uh, um, the people from the Transport Department, remember the Transport Department, they're the people who are also not responsible for the MTR, sent us over a list of regulations. I thought, well, how does that work for a court courtesy campaign? So there was one thing for the drivers, which was about three lines long, and there was a list of regulations for passengers. passengers. This similar here. I must find it whilst we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, I remember saying to the bloke who was running this project, Are you sure this is a courtesy campaign? It looks like a list of instructions to passengers. You know, passengers should be passengers should be courteous. I remember that. Passengers should do up their safety bills. Passengers shouldn't eat in the cab. And off on and on it went about things that passengers shouldn't do. And I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, this is a fantastic PR campaign for the taxis. Well this is And the- guess what? Every word I said was um not listened to. Oh, oh and, and incidentally, nobody remembers this campaign because it, it ended up with they put notices in all the taxes with all these regulations. The driver will be courteous or, you know, and the passenger will do... Bruh, 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 many, many things. And, of course when you're sitting in a cab are you going to sit there reading these notices i don't think so
0: yeah and also i'm sure a bunch of us are still wondering why we have to get a rating of uber drivers (laughs) (laughs) just take me to my place i'll I'll be nice i won't say anything
1: i don't want a rating i just want a lift i know you want to get from a to b
0: Vampire Weekend on Radio 3 and Holiday.
1: Steve Vine's back with me after the news. What do you fancy doing? Uh, vampire Weekend. Love um, it. <laughs> we might want to talk about, because it's very exciting, there's going to be an announcement today from the government. Oh, yeah. On, on property. Oh, go on. Go on. Think of something, something else. Oh, all <laughs> right. We'll, well, <laughs> we'll <laughs> come back. <laughs>
0: we'll, we? we'll come back. Love to hear from you. It's Morning Brew at rthk.hk. Bring up some ideas that you want chucked around, and Steve will do his best. <laughs>
2: Radio 3, weather.
0: Mainly fine, very hot. The odd shower later on, and light to moderate south-southwesterly winds. Very hot, with sunny periods in the next couple of days. Very hot weather warning, 29 Celsius. And we've got 77% humidity. 10.30, Sam has the news.
3: The U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says he's confident North Korea understands America's desire to see complete denuclearization, meaning an end to all production of nuclear material as well as missiles. Mr. Pompeo is to lead negotiations with Pyongyang over the agreement struck in Singapore between President Trump and Kim Jong-un. U.S. senators are gearing up for a new battle over the future direction of the U.S. Supreme Court after Justice Anthony Kennedy announced his retirement. President Trump now has the opportunity to shift the balance of the country's highest judicial body further to the right. And the German interior minister says his party has no intention of bringing down the government over the current migration dispute. Horst Seehofer heads the Bavarian sister party of Chancellor Angela Merkel's Christian Democrats and was speaking ahead of an EU summit that's expected to be dominated by migration. I'll have more news at 11 o'clock. On Radio 3.
2: Somebody give me a bass line. Yeah, I stopped. Check. She's right, man, she's right, you know.
4: to participate in policy discussion a seat on a government committee is yours if you strive for it joining the member self-recommendation scheme for youth gives us the chance to sit on different committees and voice our opinions if you are aged between 18 and 35 you are invited to nominate yourself through the scheme to become a member of a government advisory committee find out more on hab.gov.hk and enroll by july 16th we're waiting for you
5: I want you to have it. Here's to the good times we're gonna have. You don't need money, you got a free pass. Here's to the fact that I'd be sad without you. I want you to have it all. 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 May you be as fascinating as a slap bracelet well here's to the hearts that you're gonna break. Here's to the lives that you're gonna change. Here's to the infinite possible ways to love you. I want you to have Have it all, oh, all oh, oh, you can imagine oh, oh, no matter what your path is If you believe it, then anything can happen Go, 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 raise your glasses Go, 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 you can have
0: Have it all. Jason Raz on Radio 3 and have
1: it all. So was Steve Vines, what's cooking? Well, I'm still on tenderhooks. I mean, you're not as interested as the average Joe in the street about the government announcement today. Well, I guess I will be in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wake up, wake <laughs> up, pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, so we, we, we've got Carrie Lamb, you know, she, she's back on... In Hong Kong, apparently there, there are whole days she can spend here without going to Beijing now, and she's going to announce uh, in a shock because we don't, we can't be sure this will happen. All right. But you know it will. That um, they're going to really do something about the property market.
0: What, what are they going to do?
1: They're going to hold your breath. They're going to Form. put a really important tax on property developers who haven't, you know. Um, flogged out their their properties because they're they're holding on to them until the prices go up, right. which they will do. So this measure, this killer measure to to cool the property market, is going to be announced. I don't know any moment now. I mean, there may well be a a a, a, a ping of announcement um, was while it while, <laughs> while we're sitting here. And uh, anyway. So the property developers are saying, and you've got to love them because they are, you know, they're, they're, they're of course good at making money, but boy, they don't know how to present themselves. They're going, they're actually going around saying, oh, this will have a terrible effect on the property market. Uh, excuse me, boys, that's supposed to be the intention of it, but it won't because there'll be loopholes, there'll be exemptions, there will be weaselly ways around it. But the whole thing is that apparently they're sitting on something like 9,000 unoccupied flats. Which is daft. I'm sorry, but it's nuts. Well, it's not really nuts because they know that if they sit on them for, say, another few months, prices will go up and they get more for them. That's that's what it's I, all I about. Know, yeah, it's I know, but you... It's called greed. It's, it's not a new, new phenomena. Um, not in, not, not, it doesn't occur in Hong Kong, but in other places they have greed. Yeah. <coughs> and so this, this announcement is going to come out and there'll be a few other sort of weaselettes also being being announced. But the fact of the matter is that the government hasn't got the wherewithal to take the sort of real measures that will end up making it possible for people to buy somewhere to live. That's the question. The question isn't whether, uh, you know, Mr. Tai sin can own 29 flats or just the one. The question is, can the average Joe ever in their lifetime aspire to own a property, mm. Or are they forever in the perpetual cycle of paying high rents and getting nothing back? So the only way to do that is to separate the issue of housing from the issue of property. And that means you have to, and I know that all the ideologues won't like this, but you have to have a much bigger public housing programme. You have to have a bigger home ownership programme. And you just let the private sector do its own thing. I mm. mean, if prices go up, they go up. But you've got to get the average citizen... In a situation where they're able to buy something. I mean, this is very important to people. When you ask people why they want to leave Hong Kong, and with the staggering numbers of people who say they want to leave Hong Kong, what is one of the main reasons they always give, like clockwork, housing? Housing. And what's the second reason? Housing. Mm. And then they go on to other issues. So, you know, this is an enormous issue, and the government is like a headless chicken. It wanders around, and and it's got all these very, very powerful people because, remember, without exception, and here's a rare case where one doesn't need to exaggerate, without exception, every major tycoon in Hong Kong (coughs) is heavily invested in the property market, and the property market is sorted for them so that if anything is done to undermine their interests in the property market, boy, do the carry lambs of this world. And, of course, they go a buffer head. They go to the real bosses. I mean, you know, they don't sort of stop with the, with the monkey when there's an organ grinder to be spoken to. Mm. And they say, oh, you know, it's not our own interest, but we are worried about the Hong Kong economy, oh, instability, oh, civil unrest, oh, oh, and anything else they can think of this week to, um, to, to bend an ear. So, you know, uh, and then the word comes down, yes 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 make a strong statement but don't you know do anything because so those boys those boys are you know they, they get upset we, we don't really want them to be upset because they're very very important yeah. some of them are on the MPCCCWXYZ, you know so they're they're that important know or they've got happen, their though, sons on the mpcc i have i yeah oh i'm sorry well i was waiting for was that so, is this what you call a spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, any thoughts on Chris Patton and Ronnie having a bit of a tiff?
1: Yes. So, um, which Ronnie are we talking about? <laughs> Ronnie Tong. <laughs> Ronnie Tong. Yeah. So, Chris Patton, um, who apparently you can't speak his name without spitting. So, <laughs> could he, have you got a spitting sound a that you? No. <laughs> apparently, he has. He has. He's, he's meddling again with Hong Kong. It's funny. All the venom is turned on 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 the man and not on the issue the issue is whether whether the public order ordinance is being misused as an instrument to suppress protest in hong kong that's the issue i right. mean who knew that because it's now become a thing i don't think that chris Patton should be allowed to say anything i mean he was the colonial oppressor and, yes. you know i mean you know he's very bad and you know he ate too many tarts um, eat i stress that word yeah. um and You don't have a decent discussion, which is what he tried to to initiate, on whether or not we're we're under rule of law or rule by law, those two very different concepts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's all this venom being laid down, and the people who are defending the use of the law to suppress protest in Hong Kong don't actually come up with any arguments. They just go, it's the law, it's the law, it's the law. Well, as we've seen... And you don't just need to look at Hong Kong. You have a law and you decide whether you want to um, obey the law, which everybody has to do as a citizen, or whether if you're in a powerful position you want to lose the, use the law to silence your opponents, and that, mm. that's what's happening. Mm. And it's, it's not a novel concept. I mean, it's happening in many other places in the world. It doesn't make it any better. But we actually got used to something better here, where the law was seen as towering above political considerations, where the judiciary wasn't seen as an instrument of the political will of the government. And now I'm not saying that it has entirely succumbed, because that would, that would be an exaggeration. Yeah. But we're heading in a bad direction. We're not heading in a good direction. Hmm. Interesting that he took up the pen on this one, though, isn't it? I mean, well, of, all,
0: of you know, all these years. I think and- it's
1: a very big issue. I think he's right too. I mean, the rule of law isn't... is 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 the issue mm. when you look about the gov- when you when you're concerned about the governance of Hong Kong and it's very interesting that 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 the argument seems to be being made that somebody who was the governor of Hong Kong who is genuinely very interested and concerned about Hong Kong yeah. should somehow not be mm. well, why mm. don't get that